Today's braised bits is brought to you all. This is bizarro. Today's braised bits is brought to you by Ben Simmons Bricks. Ben Simmons' NBA playoff run was cut short, but that doesn't mean he's going to stop doing what he does best, and that's laying bricks. Ben has teamed up with former New York Jet DeBrickashaw Ferguson to provide the best brick laying you may need. This ain't a shtick, it's a brick. Ben Simmons' brick laying business use discount code MAXCONTRACT for your first brick free. We got some breeze bits. We got some breeze bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for breeze bits. Mmm, bits. We got the breeze bits. Breeze brick. I'm, I'm happy that Ben Simmons decided to sponsor us and earn some extra cash during this, but the thing is, I feel like there's too much sports media that's about like this person is bad and then like imagine being that person piling on and you get paid millions of dollars but i don't think it's worth millions of dollars to feel that bad about yourself i think you gotta learn how to shoot you come to the league you're in this league the the national basketball association people learn how to shoot a basketball lance learn how to focus on yourself your family right 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 joey that's right we got a special Braze Bits today. What this do we got, Jesse? This is very special. We are no longer in the virtual pod kitchen, Lance. We're in an actual pod kitchen. We're in a basement together. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a pod basement. We're in an undisclosed location. We're not disclosing. Love that. We might be doing this more. We might not. We're going to kind of summer Sanders. There are some noises, so we apologize if there's some bells and whistles. This is a kitchen. Raja. It is, this is a it kitchen. It is truly a kitchen. We have people putting in orders. We're cooking up. People are cooking. Yeah. We have different chefs. What's we up? Sous chef. How are you? How you doing, man? <laughs> Could be a chef himself. We're, yeah. we're cooking. I feel like we're going to see how this goes. I wonder if people are going to be able to tell a difference. Oh, I'm sure. Definitely. I mean, the chemistry is always off the charts on the Zoom, but this is next level. I could feel, I could see your sweat. You could probably feel my sweat and smell my sweat. Well, when we started this, we were, there's immediate impact. The vibes and the energy are, were so immediate that we couldn't be stopped. And then kind of virtually, we were a bit stopped. But then we were, we were put back together. I feel like we also got stronger. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Fell off the roof. A lot of people call me Humpty Dumpty. People say I look like Humpty Dumpty. Because you sat on a wall. Yeah. John Wall. And then I have got kind of that kind of frame. Okay. But, yeah, not really. But it's great to be with you, Lance. Good to see your body. Yeah. I, I've known your body for a long time, and now it's good to see you in person. You, I, you're not the only one who knows it, but you're one of the few people who know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know your body in and out. Burger. Qu- Quiznos. Really grooving. Yeah. We're zooming. What, do we go into meal prep? Do we talk about this, the state of play here? I mean, we. I'm, I'm feeling excited to be in the... It's, it's a little bizarre. I'm so used to looking at a screen, staring at you, but now I'm, I'm staring at you there's in real some, life. There's some beauty here, though. Bizarra. Bizarra? Bizarra. Azara? You know Zara? It's like... A, the, isn't it a store? The clothing store? There's beauty in the Zara. Yeah. This is like a, a, a clothing store for women. That's exactly what I was saying. And now we're in it. Now we're fully in it. I will say this. Can I say one thing? Say, tell me. Open your ears. Listen up, Lance. We talked about this on the exclusive Patreon, which if you're not subscribed to it, subscribe to the Patreon. We have exclusive content. You, you, we talked about it on our off-menu episode. I missed one of the most spectacular puns of all time that you made on our last egg episode when you said twice in a row, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. And I want to say right now, hands up, bond me. You really got egg on your face there, but I'm glad you cleaned it off. You scraped it off. It kind of was on the pan for way too long, and yeah. when you don't clean it right away, it it kind of just 
kind of lives in that pan. Yeah, and it you adds the spice to the pan. I was in the pan, the pandemic, and I kind of sometimes I'll hear a pun and I won't. I, I'll hear one of your your riffs and I'll keep it moving because I think it's funny if you don't comment on it. But that one, I clearly got a, I got some shell in my face. We yeah, the gas station, and we do. There is a thing where if we stop every time to acknowledge, it does ruin the momentum, and and we know that. We each other know, but yeah. the audience has to know. And then sometimes, as a person, you want acknowledgement of like, I did this great thing. Right. I need this. Please give it to me. Right. But for the sake of the pod, for pod's sake, sometimes we just got to move keep, on. Keep it moving. Move on.org. Keep grooving. Indeed.com. This is a job. We got to do our job. And I feel that it happens to me sometimes. I sometimes like it because I hope that maybe you'll hear on like the after the fact and the post pod. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's just for you. Sometimes it's just for the Razorbacks. Everything's for the Razorbacks. And, it's all and for the Razorbacks. I got some meal prep. Give it to me. Give it to me hot. Number one, pod nemesis Eric Seidel comes in with actually a useful thing. You're not going to hate this. There's no way to really hate this. Just he, just the name Eric Seidel just fuels me. Makes me want to hate no, no matter what. Well, you're going to need some fuel because he's talking about fuel on planes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like information about fuel information, on planes? Information, Seidel... I don't know if you know this or you don't know this. He's a big plane guy, big aerospace guy. I feel like we talked about this a little bit. I don't bit. want to miss a thing, aerospace. Sure. And he, we talked last week about plane times. Right. They're getting faster, it They're seems getting like. faster. They're he making says, up the air and the time. He says, I'd like to aerosplane the flight times. Here we go. Those times are for the most, most efficient speed of flight. Planes can go faster. It just burns more fuel. So planes can go faster than the flight time they say. It's just, I guess, environmentally worse. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. We didn't really plane explain that. Aerosplane, he said. <laughs> but I feel like that wasn't always the case. Great I, planes. <laughs> a plain bagel is disgusting. It's not, definitely not a top nine bagel. I don't. I, I feel like this is like a new phenomenon, though. I feel like making up time in the air and then like trimming off time it, it hasn't always happened. Yeah, it's it's plain baffling. It's downright strange. It I I also view it as a new phenomenon. Maybe the companies are saying we don't care about the invo- we we, we right. wager that you know it's always like what the mass of the public believes in. Do they believe in shorter flights or do they do believe in the environment? Right. And right now it's clearly it's shorter, shorter flights. flights. Yeah, we believe in shorter flights. And the uh, I think it was American Airlines. They just came out. They just canceled a bunch of a bunch of flights in July, and they blamed the weather. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? What they say? It's hot. They said uh, something about the weather, and also obviously they're just like they're. They're not making enough money to have all these different flights. So they had to cancel a bunch of July flights, and part of it was because of the weather. wonder what Seidel says about that. We'll ask him. Planes plane it. Maybe that'll be a new segment. <laughs> Seidel planes planes. Aeropace plane. Calamity plane. <laughs> wow. Really grooving. I mean, do we want to also talk about, I don't know if you, you were going to raise the meal prep about Zachary Schnackery's sure. out, outlandish slander. <laughs> outlandish slander, slander. Or maybe just, I mean, he's pulling you over right now. I don't know if this, this siren's coming I'm not, in. I'm not pulling over. I'm going to keep zooming. Zachary Snackery texted me uh, your kind of unhinged take about pasta, which we talked about. We don't need to, I don't, we don't need to revisit this, but he just said he's going to make you pasta and you're going to realize that it's better. He doesn't understand. No one really understands. We also had a nice conversation. You'll like this. I'm not going to read the whole text, but about he said, you know, he kind of was questioning my my omelet dislike. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I guess I should probably just go into these these notes a bit here. 
he did use a you, you sent me I think pretty much the entire text. He said he wants to make me pasta and that he want he said it'll be toothsome. Toothsome. Which I just I mean that makes me just not want to snack on Schnackery's pasta at all. Toothsome pasta? I understand it's like a I don't need any teeth in my pasta. I know it has nothing to do with tooth. It's going to assassinate your taste buds. John Wilkes Toothsome. I got crest white strips. He said, he also told me, I feel like you'd make omeletception. Make an om- omeletception. That's a good one. I like that. Eggception. Omeletception. I like that. For the simple French omelet with maybe a bit of Gruyere. I just kind of said I should clarify my omelet position. I think omelets certainly can be amazing, but I resent the dynamics of an omelet bar. Right. And I think they get this premium placement but often just coasts on the fact that it's an omelet and therefore automatically good and then he said omelets bars are usually guilty of stuffing leftover ingredients into a subpar egg envelope (laughs) (laughs) i love that you give me all the leftovers you want i I would love a leftover some veggies throw that in an omelet you feel special put a forever stamp on it and just send it away that's what i say Put a stamp on my face. I feel like I've been attacked from all angles about this pasta take. And, and my, my well-done omelet. It's because you're obtuse. I'm a cute. I'm a cutie pie. You are cute. Thank wow, the, this in-person energy is incredible. Oh, this is unbelievable. This is like that Disney movie from 2004. Pixar? Who knows? We can't go back. You got any highlights? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I get it now. You see me, I'm, I'm sweaty face. You can't look at me anymore. Let's get into some highlights. My highlight... Was this past weekend was Father's Day? The Podfather celebrated the Podfather. I went home to Nueva Jersey, New Jersey, the faraway land. Uh, sat by the pool, went in the pool, sat by and then went in. Tyrone Pool, yeah, Deadpool. We were all alive. Um, great day. It was hot, but not like scorching. It was it was bearable to be outside. Then uh, we had a nice smorgasbord of food. My mom laid out a bunch of hors d'oeuvres. And then I did some barbecuing. I grilled up on the my first time grilling fish on the barbecue. Grilled up some salmon steaks and swordfish. Can't, I was very nervous about overcooking the swordfish and the salmon. I got two different requests of temperatures for the salmon. My dad likes it more like medium rare. My sister and my mom like it cooked through. So I was nervous about that. I'm not a big salmon eater. But now, after I tried some of the salmon, I think I'm going to enter the new universe for me of salmon. I've, I've, I enjoy locks. I'm a lady locksmith, but I never really got into cooked salmon. This salmon was delectable. Off the grill, scorching hot like a miso sesame glaze. That had some nice char to it. I'm, I'm full in on salmon. It might be the summer salmon for me. Jesse Salmon Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Salmon Boy Summer. John Salmon. Some salmon could be angelic. Angelic? Tim Salmon. Angelica Film Center, the movie theater around the corner, is pretty good. Uh, I haven't been there since the, the 2010s. <laughs> Great film center. I, I, it really opened up my world. I've I, I realized that I'm, I judge a book by its cover when it comes to food, but especially when it comes to color. I'm kind of a, a food racist, some might say. I, I'm turned off by a lot of orange colors when it comes to food. Interesting. And the orange Citrus. salmon. Uh, orange that? salmon. Salmon's orange. You say it's pink? It's orange? It's orange. Oh Aren't you God. glad that we're in person to hear me say that? Oh, What, you think God. it's pink? It's orange. <laughs> it is, of course, pink. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to say anything. We'll just let the listeners decide this one. This, is, or- a whole, this is a layup. It's orange. You're Ben Simmons from the line. Carrots and salmon have the same <laughs> look. Car- Salmon's not pink. Once you cook it, 
it becomes pink. If you cook it, more, the more you cook it, the inside becomes pink. But salmon's orange. You're deranged. You're deranged. Sounds Syracuse. like Syracuse. But yeah, happy Father's Day to all the, the pot fathers out there. We had a really splendid day. I enjoyed barbecue. And also, have you ever heard of Ottomanelli's in the Upper East Side? Yes. My sister and her boyfriend live in that area. They just moved in. And uh, she brought to the barbecue some chicken burgers, and they were phenomenal. Pre-made chicken burgers, delectable. Always good to find a good butcher. Butcher box. I'm butchering, your, butchering you up in this pod. You're slicing and dicing me. Antonio, Antonio McDice. I'm going to have a similar highlight to you. I went to Long Island for Father's Day. I went on Saturday, actually. And I had a similar cooking situation. I don't know if it was a highlight or a, just like a... It happened. It was a... You going to talk about this on the pod? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> love that. And I said, now I am. Is Drode a full-time listener now? He no, I don't Good, know. Good, I like that. I'm I, not sure how he dips much in once in a while. They dipped in for like a few weeks, and honestly, we'll see if they keep going. But they clearly missed the past few episodes. It's fine. He was he was really just wanted to, inv- to invite you over to have the shrimp, shrimp franchise. Drew, if you're listening to this, I would love to have your shrimp franchise. Not yours, but the one you pick up from. What's the place called? Menino's. I would love it. He was just going off about how you and Bassam no. both needed to. Have no, the shrimp. We don't need Bassam involved. He likes Bassam a lot. I'm sure he does. He's he's a dad kisser. So I sort of became so we had uh, went to Whole Foods, which I don't like going to. I actually don't ever go to Whole Foods because I am against Amazon in general. And I think supporting Whole Foods is Amazon. It's also expensive. It's your future employer. So you don't want to. It's my future employer. Get a bed. Exactly. Yeah. So but my parents are big Whole Foods people. They're they're the type of people who like you talk about something and they'll they'll tell you they got it at Whole Foods. And then they'll like talk about Whole Foods a bit more. Yeah. One of those people. Love that. So we got oysters from Whole Foods. Ooh. Went to get oysters. They were, they were delicious. Had them. We were supposed to have them by our pool. That's like a big thing. But it was raining. So you guys know how to shuck? Uh, they did it, but I'm going to do it next time. You got them Because shucked? they took a long time, and it was, like a, it was like a 17-year-old kid. And he couldn't, he was like, you know, he couldn't do it. He kind of like threw it away, like shuck knoblock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I'm just going to do it next time I decided. I've seen videos. It seems like it's a like it's it's like a kind of a process. Which be I love you know I love, I love figuring it out. Summer yeah. Sanders, that's me. So we had those, and then for dinner we were gonna have it was a big drod meal. He likes to eat like a like a man in the 1950s. For so we had this wedge salad with like the creamy ranch type situation. Okay. You get like a steakhouse, yeah, like a steakhouse meal. Um, I made potatoes au gratin, Ooh. and it was good. And then steaks. So Drode was a big steak grilly. Right? He likes to grill the steaks. That's his. Thing. He was like, even though it's you know, he wants to grill the steaks. He's like, even though it's Father's Day, I'm gonna grill the steaks. But he needed help. He like he's got some Need knee issues. Chef. He can't really move. So I was I was helping him. Mm-hmm. And it was raining, and it started raining at like six p.m. And then it rained for the next few hours. So he was like, I don't know what this grill went. See, I don't know if we could do it. So we lit it, and we like kind of put an umbrella over, but. Just because it was raining like pretty hard for a long time, we just couldn't get it lit. We were just breathing in charcoal. Ooh. A lot of carcinogens. Charcoal happening. grill outside. Charky's a big charcoal Love that. believer. I love Which that. I do. I it is like if it's your house, I think charcoal. It's. I mean, it's not good for the environment, but it's going to create the best. The flavors definitely. Yeah, but, it's but the best the convenience is is not easy. I don't think it's the convenience as much as it's just bad. It's bad for the environment. Bad for the environment. Also, the cleanup and then you got to refill it. It's just you could, gas. It's, everyone could handle it. I'm zooming You're with cooking gas. with gas, but I'm cooking right. with charcoal. Okay. But so we just couldn't get it lit. 
And apparently this has never happened because Jordan was like, well, what are we going to do? And he like never has a backup plan. This guy never has a backup plan. Never has a backup plan. Especially when it rains. Never has a backup plan. So I was like, we could just put them in the oven. I do it all the time. And he's like, you can? And I was like, yeah. Because they were also these thick. Well, there are some fillets for my, for my, not that this was gendered, but I guess it was my mom, my sister, and my sister-in-law. Wow. What is this? 1950? It's 1951. Girls can't eat the meat? Yeah. Filet mignon. You know, but we got Porterhouse. Oh, okay. So gotcha. they had the filet mignon. Gotcha. We had Porterhouse. It's real fancy stuff, right? Yeah. These Porterhouses were very thick. So we were like, we can't even, if we couldn't even really do them on the, on the stove because they were just so thick. Right. Robin. And. Strong. Put them in the oven. The O'Gradin was in. Putting these steaks in, and I'm realizing, like, they're cold. Like, they're not even hot. Sure. But they've been in the oven. So what is oh. happening? Realize. The oven is basically broken. Oh like only like the top part was on, and I don't even know how the potatoes cooked. They, I think we sliced them thin enough that it was ended up being fine, but like they didn't cook at all. Christian Cook went to, went to high school. Classic. And so I then put them on the stove. microwave. No, the stove, <laughs> cast iron, podcast iron. Luckily, we had a meat thermometer, but ended up. Perfectly cooking them. Wow. Sear on the outside. Sears Tower. Inside, perfect. Perfect temp. Rare. Surprising that Drode would... Like, I feel like cast iron would have been the first option. No, because... Well, I said... Especially the porter they, they, were, they were so thick that... You would reverse sear it? Well, I wanted to do yeah. that, but they were so thick that like you really had... It took like a, it took like 25 minutes to cook them over the, uh, the cast iron just right. because they were like... You you either were going to burn them. I had to like be. I had to focus on it like the yeah. whole time because you could just burn it. Yeah. Or or we could have just had it really undercooked. So it was a real ordeal. Sounds like a stress chess meal. But it overall, was, came, it was, came out well. It was a comedy club in New Jersey. It was the Stress Factory. <laughs> a lot of stress, but that sounds like it turned out turned out well. Yeah. Unbelievable. Podfathers ate well this past weekend. They did eat well. Eating good in the neighborhood. Made well. Did anyone bring anything? But it's important to say, I did hear made well, but I just kept them. I usually normally. Just move was, on. I, I can now. Now I wanted you to know that here. My, my hearing is not that bad. I feel like you think I'm deaf. Stop resting on your Ralph Lauren's and just move on. I'm a polo guy. I did bring rainbow cookies over because my brother is also a father, so he likes rainbow cookies. I said there's a great Italian bakery by me. My mom's like, we could get him at Alpine, but that would be great if you could get him. It's nice. That's so a nice I thing. Him. I'm Do nice. I'm a nice guy. Do I get credit for my niceness? Not always. Although my mom did realize how much I really carried the dinner, which I appreciated. I usually don't get much uh, Good appreciation. For you. It's so, a nice thing. When you yeah. sit down and everything's yeah. already done, you're like, yeah, it's really stepped up. Yeah. It's nice. Did Drode give you any appreciation? And Did you get him a card? No, he's not a card guy. Anti-card. He thinks it's a waste of money, which I agree. What do you mean? Write him a nice message. A nice heartfelt message. Isn't like that? You're wasting like $5 on a card. It's a principle. And the interest. My, my family's big pro card. My mom's a huge card person. A funny card. Nothing better. I'm not a, I'm not a card person either. I enjoy I'm not nice supporting card. big card. Make your own card. During the pandemic, I made my own. My mom, for her birthday, her, like a, a homemade card. It looks like a little kid made it. but I We're think the special. undercard. We're about to fight. <laughs> Let's get physical. I'm, I'm coming to your house. Bring something over nice. If you come to my house empty-handed, I'm going to slap the... 
empty hands out of you. You won't have to slap because I'm I'm coming with the goods. Andrew Potluck. Where where what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are you doing, Lance? We're doing an interesting top nine this week. We're doing our top nine food items to bring over to someone else's house, like a, for a barbecue, for an event, just just for anything. I I brought this up. This is a good one. And you said, hmm, interesting. I like it. It can go a lot of different ways, which I enjoy. And I feel there's a lot of staples that you can bring, like literally staples if you want to put some pages together, but also, you know, classics, but also you can kind of go any any which way you want. Paper clips. Sign me up for it. I'm I'm down for this top nine, Lance. I'm up for it. You want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. You pointed at me. Do you want me to go first? I will say this. Say it. I think the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter in person because we, we bat back and forth. We're back and forth. There's no dead air. No dead air. We're zooming. In, in the Zoom pod kitchen, there's like a... We can go on tangents. We're kind of in our own there's, pod kitchen. There's a delays potato chip that... Yeah. It's got a lot of high fructose corn syrup, and you know I don't love that unless it's in my Starbucks eggs. I enjoy it. I'm starting. Top nine <laughs> foods to bring to other people's houses. Now, when I thought about this, I thought about a lot of different things. That's good to know. Yeah. I only thought about nine things. I, when I, I thought when a lot about the circumstances around mostly that you want to bring something that's impressive, but you don't want to overshadow the host. This is fair. I'm not bringing over these porterhouses unless no, 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 no. they're specifically asking to bring the porterhouse. Right. But you also, I feel like a lot of people bring over their specialty that it's like not going to overshine everything, but it's like, oh, he made his favorite dessert. He's a, and it's a classic. And like, oh, Jesse, you made this? Like, yeah, that's, that's my go-to. But so you want, to, you want some shine. You got to read the room, though, because if it just becomes about your specialty and no one else cares, right. then it's just you right. being selfish. Yeah, which I am. And I like shellfish. Shout out Kate. Does not like shellfish. It's allergic. allergic. She likes it. My number nine is pinwheel wraps. Do you know what these are? Oh, okay. Like the little small, yeah. they're wraps, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're like not even full wraps. Yeah. And you don't make them. You really just get them. Pick at them like up. A, like Publix, I'm thinking of. Right. Or Uncle Giuseppe's is this Italian supermarket on Long Island where you get this like platter. You know, they usually have the turkey one. They got the vegetable one, like the zucchini, the eggplant, the roast beef. Sure. And wow. they always deliver. They don't really deliver. I feel like you always got to pick them up. Yeah, pick them up. But if they deliver it, it's risk of them getting broken. And you go to that great area of the supermarket that's for like getting the loyalty card and pickups. Right. And once you're there, you know you're in at the it's supermarket. Wrap. It's a pinwheel wrap. I've never heard them described as pinwheel wraps, but I like that. Well, I was looking, I was like doing some internet searches of like what are they called? Because they're not like they're not wrap I mean, they're wraps, but they're not They're they're like half wraps. They are wraps. That's good that's a good point. And it's 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 my number nine because you're not making them. It's a bit lazy. Yeah. It's it doesn't come from the heart as much, but almost everyone is going to be happy they're there. It's practical. It's practical. They're always at catered events. Yeah. Uh, I for work there's like the like I feel like any sort of situation like a like a conference or anything like that. There's always these type of wraps, and no one's upset about it. Right. The cheese clearly has a ton of like weird stuff in it because it's like melted, but also not. It's been out in the heat for a little bit oh, if, it's, yeah. it's, if it's warm. Oh, yeah. Only thing that I question about the wraps is I need the person who brought them to be around the wraps when they're uncovered to describe what's – because I'm a bit – if there's mayo on these wraps, oh. I need them, I need the, someone to let me know. You got to go in blind. I need some – you can't go in third eye blind. That's what scares me about these wraps. I enjoy them. I think they're practical. I think they provide a great usage. But if I take a bite into a roast beef 
rap, and I'm like, oh, that was good. And then I got a bite of mayo in my cheek. I'm like, where's Lance, and why didn't he tell me about this? But they're pedestrian. They're never going to, like, go above and beyond. So the most crazy thing there is going to be is mayo or honey mustard. They're never going to, like, give you a hot sauce. Right. If it's if it's on the side, that's that's ideal. Just I can't risk it. And also, if grow up, if there's tomatoes in these in these pinwheel wraps, I'm gonna put a pin in my head. I'm a pinhead. I'll Jeremy knock you pin. down. What do you say? I'll knock you down. Bowling. Strike. I, sometimes I'll knock him down with none to spare. <laughs> Strong. My number eight really should be higher up, but it's my number eight. I think on most people's list this would be higher, but it is salsa slash chips slash guac. Okay. Yeah, wow. Interesting that you combine salsa and guac. I, they're, they're I, I felt category. like it was too much in the same ballpark that I didn't want to have Can't them separate. as separate. Yeah. Guac, I think, is a little tough. Kate, however, did this. She went up to her dad's for, for Father's Day and brought guac. And, you know, it's a 45-minute ride in the subway, so I guess it's not that crazy but bringing guac could sometimes be a risk because High risk. what's the travel time how long is it sitting out etc she salsa, makes this guac she made it okay. salsa she makes great guac salsa i think is a safer bet but you could bring both and then chips are obvious i think this is good because it's not no one's going to be mad no and it's not overshadowing anyone and the only downside is that you have like you have to get there early or do you put it out? Like if you get there a little too late, people are like, well, we're about to have the burgers. And if you get there a little late, there might already be like, like store salsa and guac. And he's like, Oh, we already had it. It's nice. It's a nice homemade thing, but are you guac on the, are you walking the guac? Yeah. Talking the guac. Yeah. And a bunch of people are already drinking guac tails. Like they might not be interested. Yeah. I've seen the move. My friend, uh, call him Batrigaloop. He'll bring over, for, for like a Super Bowl party a few years ago, he brought over all the ingredients for guacamole. It was almost, he was kind of actually outshining the party a little bit. Yeah, that's, he brings that's it all, and he's like, much. I'm going to make it here. Like, can I get a little portion of the kitchen? And it actually was great, but I could kind of see it was like a performance for him. When was this? Like two Super Bowls ago. I feel like that's such a move from like 26 to 29. Where yeah. like you're not, I'm an adult. I learned how to do yeah, this. And, but then you have to like show off that you're an adult at someone else's house. Exactly. And it's not like the right situation. Yeah. He was sending pictures of, like, of all the avocados he bought at the store. It's like, oh, I went to the grocery store. Right. I bought an avocado. Yeah. It was good. And I, w- I would be too scared to bring like what Kate did, bringing the guac. I would be scared of it getting brown and getting showing up and it being all yeah, whack. Yeah, making your own guac, it's, you, gotta, you can't keep that in the bachigaloop. You can't. Fruit Loop. Toucan Sam. We're grooving. My next one, number seven. I don't know why. Now looking at it, I'm like, why did I even have this? Why, what are you doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> but I think it kind of aligns with, you talked about how you brought, or your sister brought chicken burgers. Toy did, yeah. I'm talking about specialty sausage. <laughs> I feel like you go to – it's like kind of the same thing of like this butcher is really good and I'm bringing something that is maybe not the main – like if you're grilling, right? People are making dogs and burgers, maybe some steak, maybe some fish. Oh, I got I brought, I brought some sausage too. And it's like this is like this chicken broccoli rob sausage. This right. is the chicken burgers. I feel like it's a contribution to the main course. It's going to be appreciated by people. But it also does not overshadow. I like the move. I like bringing sausages. 
that are like, oh, God, this is a special place. Only thing is, is like you got to then carve out some time. Carve out. Freeze and unfreeze. Ice cream cake is unbelievable. You got to, whoever's grilling, ideally you're grilling. But if you're going to someone else's house, you're going to be like, whoever's the barbecue master, be like, yeah, I brought these sausages. Can you can you throw them on for me? Which I'm sure no one's going to say no. But you're kind of being like, I need you to do a little work for me. Yeah. I it's think not pre-made. It's a specific situation where yeah. you know what's happening. Like I feel like you're not the person whose house you're going to is not shocked that you brought this. Right. I feel like it's almost premeditated. Yeah. I like that. L.A. shock. Blood sausage. Premeditate. <laughs> Detroit shock, by the way. <laughs> there will be blood. This is a bloodbath. I think L.A. I was talking sparks. about the uh, sparks. Yeah, there we go. Holy mackerel! My number nine is going to cause some waves, and I'm not scared to say it. Pasta. I, it's pasta salad, Lance, which is behind baked ziti. It is the other only great pasta that I I go nuts about. Pasta salad gets better with age. You gotta, if you make it the night before, make it a couple days before. You put it in the fridge. Pasta salad it congeals. It gets better. Todd congeal. It, it it's my favorite second form of pasta. Some cheese, some olives. I feel like it doesn't outshine. It really adds to a barbecue. I feel like if there's not like a good side dish, pasta salad is ideal. It can it holds up. People are appreciative of it. Everyone kind of likes it. Pasta salad. Do you put cheese on it? Yeah. Then you really got that congeal parmesan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I'm I, I I'm now going through the archives of my brain. I remember you're talking that you you like pasta salad, and part of my brain is like, not this is not computing. You hate pasta, but you said no mayo, right? That's no your mayo. thing. No yeah, mayo. which like I feel like is most pasta salads, but whatever. No. I, I'm happy that you're. This is a vinegar I, base. I, I'm happy that you're you're in this place. The thing is about the pasta salad. The worst part of it is the actual pasta. The best part is the olives, the cheese, the red peppers. Honestly, if they could somehow figure out a, a substitute for the actual pasta, I would just call it olive cheese pepper salad. You're crazy. Not Rose Barkley. I, admit it's, I think it's an ideal. My mom, the Pod Madre, has one of the best pasta salads of all time. How about of all time? The goat. Of all time? Oh, man. Um, my number eight, bringing over someone else's house for a nice event slash barbecue. This is better for an indoor event because it holds up. It doesn't really hold up in the heat, but a nice cheese board or a couple nice pieces of cheese. You go to a, your local cheese shop. You pick out a nice Brie Larson. You got a local cheese shop? I do. Astoria ABC Cheese. It's called Astoria Beer and Cheese. Really nice. They have a good... good uh, Road soda selection and a nice cheese box. Blocks. Get a Manchego. Get a Brie Larson. I feel like you could throw it on the side, put some crackers on it. Who doesn't like cheese? And a nice cheese board, I feel like you could have it before or after the meal. I've been trying to enter a universe where I eat cheese after meals. I feel like that's a really classy move. I've been trying to make it into a chapstick, Burt's Cheese. <laughs> I'll rub that on my lips all day long. But I feel I, I've been reading that cheese, like in in France especially, you have it after the meal because it's it's the strongest flavor. You're not gonna have any flavors that are that strong, so you have it as the last possible thing. Because if you have it before, it it ruins kind of your palate for the rest of the meal, which makes sense. Yeah, and it can be addicting. Like that show on HBO Max. I don't know if you saw Gruyere of Easttown. I've heard about it. It was real good. I think I talked about this before. It was sharp. 
I, I've, I've tried getting into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. I kept getting uh, confused. They call, started calling her mayor. I thought there was, like, she was the mayor of the town. I thought that too, but just get over it. i got to keep it's, it moving. It's very minor. Yeah. Fort Minor. My number seven, it's cookies. Lance, I'm a cookie monster. <laughs> I'll go nuts for a cookie. And who's not going to be, especially if they're homemade cookies, even if they are cookies that you just put in the oven that the cookie dough is pre-made. Premeditated. You bring over a tray of cookies. No one's gonna be mad. It's not outshining anybody. It's gonna. You could. You could. If they're not finished, whoever's house it is can hold on to them. They're not finished. Oh, like you don't eat them all. Yeah. I, I thought you were just bringing over unfinished cookies. Yeah. No. I was like, I'm bringing over leftover <laughs> cookies. I had a bunch of cookies last night and I didn't finish them, so I brought them here. I, no, I was thinking of like a house that like was like not fully constructed, an unfinished house. I was like saying unfinished cookies. I'm all over the place. We're in, we're in the real pot kitchen. I'm sweating. I'm not finishing my sentences. But cookies, Lance, I, it's an ideal dessert to bring over. You don't have to ask. You don't have to ever ask to kind of bring cookies. Bring them over. You're reading my mind because my number six is chocolate chip cookies. What a what a transition. Huge. This is the fast break. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an open lane for a dunk, but I'm going to pass it to you, and you're going to get fouled. Appreciate that. Though you should, if you have an open layup, I think you should go for it. Like I ben, don't think so. Ben I want to pass to you. You see Ben Simmons last night? That's what I, that's what I was referencing. Brick. Michelle Ferguson. Yeah, you can't. everything you said about cookies. What could you... I brought cookies. Cookie Blaylock. You have, bla, you have bad cookies. Blad cookies. <laughs> cookie bets. Here's cookie. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cookies... Or C is for cookie. <laughs> it is. Good enough for me. Scrumptious. Number five for me is cornbread. I feel like cornbread kind of is in the same function. It's not the same function, but similar function of a chips and guac. And it's just like a, it's a party starter. I feel like you're bringing cornbread somewhere. You know you're having a good time. And some cornbreads can be amazing. Sometimes they're not good, but I think you're bringing cornbread. You know it's not going to – everyone's not going to go for it. But – Certain times, depending on the food, it's like the perfect thing to soak up everything else. Sure. And it just is like, all right, this is a place where it's serious about the food if cornbread is just like something that's not a throwaway, but it's like I'm I'm contributing the cornbread. Are we talking homemade cornbread or are you talking store-bought? See, all my things are like it's just cornbread. So, yeah, I mean homemade is obviously better. But I think if you're bringing cornbread, you're bringing it to someone's house. You're saying this is my gift of togetherness to you, and we're being together, and this is a worthy contribution. We're corn brethren. Brethren, we're breaking cornbread. <laughs> we're breaking bread. I like it. I love it more if it's homemade. But if you're bringing like store bought cornbread, I like the idea of it. But I think it's gonna sit there. I don't think anyone's. If, it, if someone's like, "Oh, Lance brought cornbread. Did he make this?" It's like, I think you picked it up. It's a nice gesture, but I'm, I'm going to stay away. See, you're fixated on the wrong part. What Just part? assume that it's homemade. And then, someone's going to ask. I'm asking. I'm asking Jeeves. I, I made it. Okay, so you're going to lie. No. I'm, <laughs> it can be either situation, but since you're, I'm going to your house, and I know this is going to be a sticking point. You better make it. That's the thing. Everyone's house has different rules and regulations. You know Some I want. people don't care if it's, if it's store-bought. I don't really care. It's more about if I'm am I going to eat it. It comes. It came up. There's houses where it's going to come up. There's houses where it's never going to come up. Depends on the on the group. It's very true. Exactly. Especially you and you what, know what, what house you're walking into. Right. 
But if there is cornbread on the table, like who brought the cornbread? Oh, Lance brought it. There's going to be a follow-up. Not always. Some people don't communicate. In a Jewish household, people are, <laughs> people are asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. It's unique. My number four is mac and cheese. Wow, mac and cheese. I like that. Especially if there's kids involved. I brought mac and cheese. Kids, mac and cheese, mac and cheese. I'll go nuts for it. We're getting to that age where soon there's going to be kids running around. <laughs> we were the kids running around. Then you were getting boozed up and jumping in people's pools when the parents weren't home. Right. Now the little now, rascals are coming. So there were some, some little rascals. Mac and cheese plays all, all day long. Mac and cheese plays to every audience. Except for lactose uh, or gluten-free. Just increasing the amount of the audience. Another thing, though, with mac and cheese, though, you got to put it in the oven. So you got to be like, I brought the mac and no, cheese. You You're going to serve a cold? Microwave. You're going to nuke it. Duke Nukem. Yeah. All right. All right. Assuming they have a microwave. Most houses that are. They're not coming over my apartment. Right. And if they are, we'll put it in the oven. Wait, you're saying that everyone's going to individually nuke their own platter of no, mac and cheese? No, maybe it's. The, I don't know. It's, <laughs> the logistics aren't important here. All right. I enjoy it. I like the mac and cheese play. Everyone likes it. No you one's going to have it. cold mac and cheese. You can have it. Yeah. I enjoy cold cheese. And you can spice it up. Add hot sauce. You can probably you can add some interesting breadcrumbs to it. It could pass for all the yardage. Drew Cheese. <laughs> okay. Insane. He retired. Yeah. Good for Drew. That was your number four? Indeed. Dot com, Lance. I need a job. My number six. This is a unique one. My aunt Bev brings this to all the events and... It is her go-to. It's a jello mold. She brings a circular tray and a round tube of jello mold. It's a red jello that has, I want to say, walnuts, apricots, maybe some kind of raisin in there. And she brings it everywhere. It's her it's her classic dish. It started out as a, as a joke where I would request it because I would ask the mold. But I've grown to love this mold. I need the mold. I'm going to learn how to make this mold. And it's almost it's nostalgic for me. When I see at a family event that the mold's out, I know we're really in business. It's jello mold. I know it's not, it's not a go-to thing, but it, it plays all year round, any event. We don't, it's not a dessert. It's, a, it's like, like a, a cranberry sauce alternative on Thanksgiving. But this plays any event. I mean, you've molded yourself into a beautiful comedy boy. Thank you. I sure am. And I'm filled with jello. Hello. I'm, I'm right here, Lance. You got to try this mold. It's it's just uh, spectacular. Sometimes I see it on the walls, and I say, this is going to decrease the house's property value. Yeah. You don't want to call them the, the uh, services if there's mold in the wall. Yeah. But this Jello place. I mean, not for me, but who am I? You're anti-Jello? It doesn't sound like a thing that I would ever bring to someone's house or would be. But it sounds like this is more a thi- it's like it's It's greater than the thing. It sounds like the a idea specific it, situation. The idea of it is fantastic. I think if you take out Bev and there's just a Jello mold, it's way less powerful. And you might be like, why is this here? But you can't associate it from Bev. So, exactly. But I'm saying if any Bridgebacks or you want to become – you want to be known by something. I'll bevel up. <laughs> I'll put you in a envelope and, and ship you across the country in Big Apple box – if you also it, – it, it'll also – if you're invited to other events, it takes away the thought process of like what am I going to bring. Everyone knows I'm Bev. I'm bringing the mold. You're a mold person now, which I'll is great. To, I'll go to the stand. Bev Fur and friends. 
<laughs> Not a fan of Beth Fur. Uh, but he's doing well. That's comedy. live on the pod. <laughs> yeah. This isn't Patreon. Can't edit that out. It's, it's perfect. We can, but we won't. I won't. I shouldn't. Put him in the mold. Hello, Jello. Bev Schneebly. <laughs> <laughs> my number four, my last, not my last, another dessert that I have on my list is brownies. For something about homemade brownies. They really tickle tickle me in a, in a nice way, and, I, and it, it warms my heart if someone brings brownies to a nice party. I'm not a pro, big brownie person in general, but it gives me brownie points when someone else brings brownies over to a nice house party, and I'll, I'll try a brownie. Yeah, I thought about brownies. It kind of was in the similar ballpark of the chocolate chip cookies, and brownies are so delicious. And honestly, I don't know why I don't have them. And now, I don't know about you. Maybe I just didn't eat enough today. You but hungry? I am more hungry than I've been recording a pod <laughs> In a we're, long time, we're talking a lot, like a lot of different foods. I'm thinking of a Jello mold that really that pushed you over the edge. <laughs> I think so. And we're in the kitchen together, so like when we're surrounded by ingredients and we're both flying, <laughs> there's cooking, a lot of ingredients around. We got live dishes. We got you know we're fully stocked. The fridge is stocked. The walk-in freezer is fully stocked with frozen stuff. We're we're grooving. Yeah, brownies. Yeah, you can't go wrong. The only thing about brownies is sometimes I feel like I like I like to eat like twelve. Yeah. And then there's other people, and then I'm like, yeah. well, I can't have 12. No. But then other people won't be eating them because they're, like, not going to eat them, or they're like, I'm I'm going to be bad, and I don't right. want to have any. So then they're just, like, sitting there, and what? Like, no one's going to eat them? So they just they could just kind of torture me. You got to. 2003 Cleveland Brownies. It's a classic. Yeah. Kelly the Belly Hokum. That was your number four? Si Papa. My numero trois is pasta salad. No way. You talked about it before. I have it. A lot of people, and I know you're not one of these people, and you're going to revolt uh, when I even say this. Don't say mayo. I'll walk off. I'm not saying mayo, Thank but you. a lot of people conflate and sometimes think they're the same thing. Pasta salad and macaroni salad. Yeah, macaroni salad's mayo. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, no way. It doesn't have to be mayo, I guess, but it can be. To me, they're interchangeable in this situation. No. You could even throw in potato salad, but we won't. Please. I know. I saw your face. So I'm going to revolt. Macaroni salad. I love, I love the pick. Your pick is pasta salad. Macaroni salad, potato salad, I hope is not on the rest of your list. I would say they're not. But I would say the only thing you have to worry about in this situation is that it's kind of a easy, common pick. So if you're going to somewhere where there's a lot of other people and you want to be unique, you can't. You're going you're to be common. The rapper. If you're bringing pasta salad, someone else might be bringing pasta salad. Wow! So you're saying for all for all of these, if you go if you're in in any situation, if you're going over to a house for a barbecue, you're not going to text the host being like, "I'm bringing this." I'm not sure what the dynamic is. You you seem to think all the dynamics are the same. Any house that I'm bringing something over, I'm giving a heads up text the day before. I'm bringing pasta salad. If you tell me if someone else is bringing pasta salad, it's on the host. It's not on you anymore. Yeah, but then you start email. Some people are as obnoxious to do text chains. No text chain. Just email, text the host. Call the host. Can't wait for tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing you. By the way, I'm bringing pasta salad. It depends. If it's two or three other people slash families, then sure. But you're going to somewhere where there's like 20 people. But Who knows? But also, you don't know like what's being, especially with those pinwheel wraps. What if the host is like, we have plenty of hors d'oeuvres ready. Bring a dessert. Usually, sometimes you got to ask. You got to ask. Jeeves. Bing. 
you got to get a lay of the land. If there's two pasta salads, I'm probably going to have both. <laughs> it's not the worst thing. Not the I'm just worst. playing devil's advocate here. Brow worst. My number two is babka. Wow. I brought this to Mr. I brought this to Mr. October's actually um, for his. It was like the week after our first race was it last fall. Remember that we don't need to get it. You know when people get into logistics and yeah. you don't care. So like, I went to this thing. You know the weekend that there was this thing and then that thing. It just gets to the point. Give me the date. Give me the yeah. wrapper. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. October. I also, in terms of meal prep, I forgot to say he really loved your rant against Eric Seidel about the hike. He said, "Thank goodness." I listened to when Jesse railed Seidel about the hiking thing. Chef's kiss. Love that. Love a chef's kiss. Again, he he was he made you feel bad about buying boots. He's like I bought boots. I got a hike. Seidel, go fly a plane. An aeroplane. Aerosol can. So, or oh, babka, babka. I like bringing a Jewish thing sometimes, I like that. especially I like bringing a Jewish thing, obviously to a Jewish person's thing. But also, if you're not Jewish, and you know, it's like a, this is from my culture. Yeah, you're trying something and new. This is from my culture is a great thing because you're sharing uh, love through food and connecting through food and breaking down barriers through food, and that's that's what it's all about. That's a great one. In addition to the hokey pokey. <laughs> I'm gonna do the macarena because I'm I'm jazzed up. I love that's a great idea. Bringing something that you know people, I mean, who's gonna take a bite of babka and be like, "This is gross," unless you're a psychopath. I, I could see Seidel not liking babka, but I, I think if you're like the 1996 Republican presidential candidate, babka dole, <laughs> you might. Bob Kitson, babka Kitson, this is like a New York City comic, babka dole, dole fruit cups is also a cheap maneuver to bring over. But that's a great one. Babka, you know, open people's minds up. People are going to enjoy it. And they'll be like, oh, what is that? Lance brought Babka. Oh, there's a, it's, some it's people will like be like, oh, I love Babka. Some people will be like, what is Babka? Other people will pretend they know what Babka is and right. they don't. Right. So you get every dynamic. Love that. It's huge. And my number one, I don't know if you're going to see it coming, but I think it's also specific to the tri state area, possibly, but it's cannolis. Ah, I like that. I'm bringing cannolis. If I ever get the opportunity to bring cannolis, I'm bringing cannolis. I feel like it is very in the ballpark of what I'm... You're talking about a few weeks ago, or probably a few months ago at this point, you're going to a pizza place, and what are you representing? Yeah. What are you all about? Yeah. I'm all about bringing cannolis. I'm all about cannolis. Holy moly. If you this is what cannoli. I'm going to be slightly underdressed to this party, but I brought the cannolis. Right. So that's what I'm that's what you're dealing with when you invite me. That's a great point. If you show up underdressed with cannolis, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. No. I'm not going to wear a collared shirt. That's not who I am. I got the cannolis. <laughs> that's all the collar I need. The thing is, these cannolis need to be like picked up within the day or 24 oh, hours. Of course. Gotta be We're on the way there. Powdered? Are you powdering these cannolis? It depends. It depends on the dynamic. If someone's trying to like, if you know they're trying to be healthy, then maybe no, you get you don't do the powdered. I mean, not that that's going to really make a difference, no. but it's a nice little touch. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a great one. And everyone's going to be so happy. Like they're like, even if I'm having a bad time, even if this person that I didn't want to talk to talked to me for too long, I know that there's cannolis. At the end of the day, it's going to be cannolis. That's why I also like bringing a dessert because even. It's almost insurance against the gathering. <laughs> Something to look forward to. It's like 
it, yeah, if the griller is burning all the meat, if the, there's no good sides, at the end of the day, there's going to be cannolis in that fridge. And I ensured that I'm going to have at least, you know, even if this is a 2 out of 10, it could have been a 1 out of 10 without the cannolis. It's strong. All different points really hit. The underdressed with cannolis, it really elevates the entire atmosphere. It's strong. Can't be beat. It's cannolis... They also insinuate it's like, I don't give a fuck, but also I care enough to bring cannolis. Right. And you chose a place, ideally, you can get cannolis anywhere. But, but it has to be quality. You're not yeah. bringing unquality cannolis. Right. You're not bringing, like, holy cannoli. No. Get out of here. No. You're going to a local Italian bakery, getting cannolis. It's a good move. Strong. My number three is something I've never brought, but I always enjoy when someone brings it. Oh, okay. A buffalo chicken dip. I thought about this. Buffalo chicken dip, it just excites me. If someone's like, I brought buffalo chicken dip, I'm like, we're in for a fun time. And I feel like you're not going to make, you're not going to buy pre-made buffalo chicken dip. If you're going to bring it, you're going to make it. So if someone's making buffalo chicken dip, it's usually a Super Bowl party. I've seen other other events, people bringing the kind of dip. It just makes me happy to see it. And at one point in my life, maybe in my, my late 50s, I'll start to learn how to make the dip. I'll start bringing it over. Yeah. You get a rhythm with it, you become like the best buffalo chicken dip maker of all time. J.K. Simmons is your tutor. Buffalo chicken dip lash. I dip, you dip, we dip into some dipping dots. I'm dipped in. We're fully dipped in. No one's upset. I mean, it might be also I some people like abstain from it. Some people will abstain from it. They'll be like, yeah, it's you know, too rich. it's too rich. But it also, it's like what it's sometimes it's a little nebulous as to what's in it. Yeah. If you care about that, you yeah, might yeah, be yeah. like, not for me. That's for a younger though. crowd. It's for it's the younger for, It's for as my sister says, it's for the people who like it. I like that. It's a great saying. Yeah. I brought this for whoever likes it. That's a yeah. Good I like that a lot. I like that. Look. She says look a lot also, right? She says look a lot. Look. This is for whoever likes it. It's a great comeback to like, you brought buffalo chicken dip. We're all on a diet. Well, whoever, whoever wants it can have it. It's good. For, she says it's good for people who like it. <laughs> <laughs> she trademarked that. It's strong. My number two. It's pie. 3.146789. You know that? Uh, that's all that's that the that. numbers he can get. <laughs> 3.14, though, but imagine. Imagine I was that kind of guy. If you knew, though, after the. I would blow your If mind. you knew 3, 4, and 5, I don't know that. No one does. I don't know what comes after 1, 4. I, I want to say 5, 6, 7. No, it doesn't. No. Numerically, it's yeah. Like a, it's like a theta symbol. Yeah. But pi. I think even a store-bought pie. I whoa, mean, whoa, whoa. store-bought pie. You're is, bringing a store-bought pie? Yeah. Might as well pick up some cornbread at the store while you're at now, it. Now, cornbread, because <laughs> cornbread's not a dessert. Cornbread, you're having like, it's a side to the meal. I'm just ribbing. But hopefully, if there's cornbread, there's ribs. That would be great. That would be ideal. If there's ribs and then there's cornbread, then I'm very happy. But a pie, it's, uh, I, I love it. It's easy to carry. It's easy to pick up. Blueberry, fruit. Give me a pie any day. Why not? Ideal Parmesan. 100%. The thing, I didn't include pie because it was too vague. It was too general. So I was like, well, I can't include it. And I, I thought about it, but it's just like if there's there's too many variants, I didn't want to like be disrespectful. I'm, if I had to choose, I'm, I'm going blueberry pie. All right. I'm saying that. All right. I'll say that. I'll say it. I'm going blueberry. Because apple pie is like, you brought apple pie. We always had apple pie. Yeah. Blueberry, I enjoy blueberry. All it's right. got a nice tartness to it. And also, if there's ice cream there, it's like, oh, there's ice cream. Now there's pie. Look at us. You're going to move from Cleveland to Baltimore. Tart Modell. <coughs> wow. You're, 
You're in the a la mode right now. You're fully locked in. Stand up a la mode. It's find me at Ample Hills. Giggles and Cream. Would have made sense to have the show there. But it was an ice cream <laughs> show, but never happened. And then my number one, I think it is people are going to always have the best reaction to this, to this one. It's fresh. It's fruit salad, Lance. You bring over a big old bowl of fruit salad, and it's a good fruit salad. People are going to be talking about it for days. People might email you the day after, like, "Yeah, it was a getting weird." Emails. You get emails. You get a weird. It was a weird party with that fruit salad. Someone with a hotmail account. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hotmailyahoo.com. You get emails. A fruit salad. You bring a, a big bowl. Pressure's off you for the whole day. You're you're coasting. There's there's cantaloupe. There's that green melon that I always forget the name in name of honeydew. Honeydew. You get some. When, when else do you have honeydew besides in a fruit salad? Do you ever go out of your way to have honeydew? I gotta say, I'm over honey overdue. You honey don't. You don't. You just you just don't. A pineapple. Give me some strawberries. Some grapes. You want to marry this fruit salad? I do. I honeydew. <laughs> and also, and for the healthy folks, people are not going to be mad about a fruit salad. Like, oh, I, I can't uh, eat carbs right now. Get a bowl of fruit salad. No one's upset. Number one. Can't be beat. It's a good one. All year round. I thought about it, but then I was like, I don't really want it. Someone else will bring it. It'll I'll, be there. I'll be that guy. It's it's a good. My It's like a my mom move. My mom often, probably dozens of times, I've had to go pick up a fruit salad at Sunny Farm. Can you go to Sunny Farm and pick up a fruit salad? Love that. And she takes all the credit. The smart lady. Shows up with the fruit salad. It's like $32, though. Good, I don't know how much fruit, fruit salads cost, but I'm like... I mean, I could make this. That's that's the thing. Fruit salad. It's very well arranged, though. Yeah. You will love a well-arranged fruit salad. But also, if it's just a big bowl, but the quality of the fruit is key. You can go That's haywire. the thing, too, is you need to, like, you do need to get it on the way. Oh, yeah. But you also have to order it in advance. So there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Which adds to the whole mystique of that fruit salad. X-Men. Great top nine. Hell of a top nine. It wasn't that controversial, I didn't think. No. We didn't, we didn't get too physical about it. No. I'll beat you up. Cornbread, eh? We got some good predictions this week. I'm glad we're doing this in person. I did not tell Phil Jackson we're doing this in person, but he's going to, I think, be delighted. He had to, This is, I'll, I'll say this, he went back to Philip Roth. Oh, man, I can't wait. I'm the biography up. got canceled or something, but maybe it's back. I'm not sure. <laughs> we're going mobile this week <laughs> as we braise for the people. Yoga to the people. I'm, I'm, the Zen Masters got me in a different state of affairs. Predicting what the elusive sweet feet would concoct for a potluck <laughs> is treacherous waters. This is true. I, I've never really been with a, at a potluck with Phil, I don't think, or ever brought something over, which is hands up on me. This, I thought, was maybe a dig at you. Here he comes. I don't bring, does it say I don't bring things? If there's anything I dare declare about our comedic artisan is that he's a culinary chameleon. What does that mean? <laughs> I've never quite been privy to what J.I. bears as gifts. Oh, my God. Wow. But, that is insanity. <laughs> you saying I've never given a gift? But I'm confident it would be better than gold, frankincense, or myrrh? M-Y-R-R-H? How many? How many I don't, I've brought <laughs> Phil Jackson to Jet Games, Nick Games, musical events, dinners. 
Oh, Phil, you're you're barking down the wrong tree, my friend. Toss me in a Tupperware. And throw you away, Phil. Throw me into the trunk and trek me on over to the gathering, pal, because I'm ready to break bread. <laughs> I'm going to break a, a baguette over your head, Phil. Without any further ado, here's what Jesse bestows upon his host. I feel bad. This is a little on me. I think I... No, I, I knew I where he was going with that. I, I knew it's on me. I know. I thought this was a great one. This was one of my favorite ones. <laughs> also, a little. I think you were a little hesitant because there was another person in the room while we were reading them, and you just didn't want to go nuts. Yeah, I would have went a little more nutter butter, but we're in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. You can't control the variables. So this is what Phil's got: cookies or sweet treats, bang, chips and guac, or hummus and pita. I don't enjoy the idea unless you have like a great homemade hummus. Piggies and blankets. Okay. It's a little lazy. I thought of <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this, but I you have to like bring the frozen ones basically. Yeah. Like you can't bring them. No. They, so. Yeah, you got to heat them up. Yeah, so then it's like you brought froze. You couldn't even you just went to yeah, Grand went to Union. <laughs> yeah. Went to Walmart. Right. And you then you got to request oven time. But you went back to the 90s. Crudité. <laughs> A.K.A. Veggie Platter. I like that. It's got to be fresh. Shrimpies with cocktail sauce. Not terrible. I, how did I, I miss that one? It's a good pick. Bonus. A beautiful wine to pair delicately with the host's main course. We're talking food, Phil. I guess you didn't read the rules. Wow. We're not talking beverages. <laughs> Jesse is not excited about Phil Jackson in person. We, this is the most disappointed I've ever... You usually go nuts. We I think there's some uh, circumstances beyond <laughs> our control, but I was hoping for a Jesse going nuts, but this I think this is the first time we've ever read Phil's predictions in person. It is, 100%. We're in a controlled environment. If, I mean, if, if we were at your apartment, I'd throw this table against the wall. <laughs> Wine. We didn't. Even, we're talking dishes, food. I, I, if we're talk- I read some article about how the best culture, like the most healthy drinking cultures, treat alcohol basically as food. Like it's an accom- Like it's all about drinking. Like, like Italians, like the Italians, Italians and the French were like the examples in this article about how when they drink, it's never alone, and it's always like as a compliment, or there's a reason you have you know this wine with this. Yeah. You know, I love that. So it is food in that sense. All right, food Phil, for the food, food for thought. Food for thought. I'm thinking. You're in a good food. You're in a bad food. <laughs> food fight. I got egg on my face. Here we go. Kate comes in with some predictions, and has a little intro here. Time to see what the Brazer Boys bring to someone else's house. Ooh. We know Jesse's not bringing pasta or anything in a cooler. Here are some guesses on what Lance will bring. Guess jeans. Kate, I'm bringing things in a cooler. I like. I'm pro cooler. I'm not pro food in a cooler with ice. Jesse's agitated. I'm Something take them off. I'm not sure what it was. I think Phil got to him. Phil, Phil saying I don't him. bring gifts. <laughs> Phil needles. He's not. He's not. He's never. Uh, okay. You know what? We brought him the gift of the braised bits open. Exactly. And he dosed me. Kate comes in with some great predictions. He, he got you a gift. What was the gift? The uh, mint. It's not a gift I asked for or that I knew. Consented to Chips and guac Bang Hummus and pita chips Slash veggies That's what Kate's a big hummus And pita chips Person Brain. They're good I I thought chips and guac And hummus It was like It's, it's kind of in the same, same Ballpark yeah. And She I, makes great hummus as well Oh I love that A homemade hummus That's a whole she, It's really good That's great 
You come over. You have hummus and then we'll have pasta and it'll be good. All right. A cheese plate slash charcuterie board. You've had that, right? I had cheese. Bringing over a nice cheese plate. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it can be, it's like the transportation's difficult. Like, I feel like a lot of it's the setup. Yeah. I'm thinking like blocks of cheese that you just put on a plate and people will will carve themselves. Block Island, take a ferry. I would. Dwayne the Block Island Johnson. Chocolate chip cookies. Boom. Bang. Bagels if it's a brunch. Ooh, I like that. That's the thing where it's got to be like known. It's definitely got to It's got to be known. Yeah. You can't just bring a, which I love. It's a great pick, but you can't just show up with bagels. I do like that. And finally, caprese salad. Okay. Not sure it holds up. Not sure like a, a mozzarella. It's got to be like a quick transfer. It's got to be specific. Yeah. But it's easy. Easy to prepare. It's just got to be. A, you don't want to show up with a little a sweaty caprese salad. No. You don't want like. Also, if you put it in like saran wrap, you don't want yeah. like it to be like red. Yeah. Sticky to the the saran. Yeah. Caprese on, Kate. And I guess Phil. Jesse's getting hostile. Phil came for my neck, saying I don't bring, I don't bear gifts. I feel like my our, our friendship has been a whole gift. It's been a gift to me, Phil. I think maybe it's been I, a, maybe I, I, I think I'm it's a, been a gif. Peanut butter. It's been a boomerang. <laughs> uh, support the Patreon. Support the Patreon. <laughs> we got some good stuff on the Patreon. We got usually we film our episodes. This one is not filmed. Apologies, Patreon subscribers. We thought the in person was uh we we just had some issues of figuring out how we were gonna film this. Yeah. I think we will figure out how to film in person. It's Summer new, Sanders. It's a new kitchen. It's a new kitchen. We kind of decided to do this last minute. Yeah. So we're figuring it out. And uh yeah. Too often new episodes, exclusive content. Support the pod kitchen if you want to hear more. Throw us, throw us a couple of shekels. Throw us some, some bones. David Boreanaz, Zoe Deschanel. Emily Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel is from uh, New Girl. Yeah. You got any quabs? I do. This is a, not something that happened to me, but something that actually was brought up to me that I think might be more of a societal QAB. Wow. I was here at the upstairs of where we are right now yesterday night at the Bronx River Yacht Club, and... The comedian Zach Brazau. I don't know if you know him. I know the name. He's actually oh, I, I, I hosting the show that we're about to be on. Nice. And he was talking about, I was talking about how on Friday, there a few days ago, I went on a walk with a friend in Park Slope. I think I talked about this in our off-menu episode. And his baby. Right. And his male baby. So three <coughs> men on a walk. Has the baby chosen gender yet? Yeah, male. Okay. Male. He said, I'm, that baby's a, I'm a man. I'm a man, baby. Boss baby. Rick Ross, baby. Alec Baldwin. For the Alec Baldwin. And Zach goes, you know, I was in the, su-, he's like, I got a little Boston. He's like, in the suburbs of Boston. And he's like, not a lot of men going on walks together. <laughs> he's like, you got a lot of women going on walks. No fathers and sons. And it made me realize, like, during these walks, like, I go on a lot of walks. Some, you talked about, you noticed, you said this, you, you'll say this, or you had said this. I've said this. That I've done some, I go on some walks. Yeah. But I realized that it, it is very rare. You get a lot of women going on walks together. You got a lot of men walking their dogs or walking alone. But you don't have men walking. It's a rare sight. He said he noticed this, especially during the pandemic, when he was in, like, the Massachusetts suburbs, I guess. And 
There were all these people. Like that, that was the only thing you could do. And just men won't, for whatever reason, do this as an activity. And walking is really one. I mean, we're we're mentally walking right now. Yeah, because we're walking. We're talking to walk. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we're in Montauk. We're in Montauk. I'm Montauk in the walk. And I think it would be healthier if men went on more walks. And I think it's QAB that we don't. And that's what I got as a QAB. It's a great observation. I think it's a strong one. And I th- my analysis, because I went on a couple of walks during the, the lockdown with my DeMarcus cousin, who lives in Astoria with me. And we would just go on walks. And a walk, I think it's a great way to catch up with somebody. But it's also a couple of guys with anybody. If you're going on a long walk, at a certain point, you're going to start getting a little vulnerable. You're going to start being like, how exactly. are you feeling? You're talking about your feelings. Exactly. What are you going through in your life? It's like a therapy session. So a lot of guys, it's, it's kind of, there's only so much sports you can talk about on a walk. At a certain point, you're going to be like, uh, you're going to talk about some real stuff. And I guess some guys are scared of that. Yeah, man, don't talk. But if you went on a walk, you could walk the talk. You got to talk. Yeah. That's a good, I like that. That's a, men should be forced to go on walks with each other. I think it should be like mandatory. Yeah. Because like when when you're younger and you're like in school, you're going with walks with friends. You're usually like making fun of each other. You're making fun of whoever you're looking at. But we're at a certain age. You go on a walk. It's like my knees and hurt. It's, and it's it's how like it's good. It's such good exercise. Yeah. I think people don't realize like how good walking is for you. Everyone's sedentary. Right. Sedentary rocks. Sure. But you walk and you feel alive. Sedentary Spears. Yeah. Ari Spears is a comedian. Uh, if you went on a walk, though, you'd be vulnerable. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a strong analysis. I enjoy that. My, uh, my QAB, Lance, it's, it's an observation, about, not about society, but more about our pot kitchen, more about our Brazerbacks. More, <laughs> I, I got I to I, I say this, Lance. Listen. listen. I mean, this is perfect timing because I just got... I just got a gut punch from Phil Jackson. I feel like I got a, I feel like I've been a slander holy fielded by all of our <laughs> our Brazerbacks. I feel I feel like it's it's been a long time coming, but I've been I've been just getting smacked around. These Brazerbacks from all over, from top to bottom, from the best of the best <laughs> to, the, to the low totem poles of Eric Seidel are coming for my neck. Everyone is questioning, everyone is coming after me why can i have an opinion about pasta salad or pasta why can i have an opinion about coolers kate came after me in her intro and productions in, in her predictions this is a production this rant has not been pre-written snackery telling me that i can't like when eggs the way i want them hey snackery snack on this i, I don't want your toothsome pasta i don't want any of your al dente uh, omelets let me like what i like why can't we as people Enjoy other people's perspectives and take them for what it is. Yesterday at my pot father's father day, father's day, both of my parents came after me for my pasta take, telling me I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> what are you talking about? I came out in my mother's womb. Actually, I was probably a C-section because I was a big baby. I still am a big baby, Glenn Baby Davis. Why can't people accept me for who I am? I I don't like a, a sandwich in a cooler filled with ice at the beach. It's gonna make it soggy. I don't want pasta. I want a bowl of sauce. I I am who I am. Everyone is everyone's coming after me. Seidel's it, it's bizarre. He doesn't doesn't know what, how how this works. 
I know how things work. I've lived on this earth for 31 years. I am who I am. I'm not changing. I'm stuck in my ways. Love me for who I am. Well, go to go to a different podcast. You, you guys a, are all QED. <laughs> you got a direction. You're stuck in your ways. I'm in one direction. I'm Harry Styles. So I think there we got a lot to unpack here. I'm glad you got that off your chest. It's clearly bothering you. Chest Agner. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Today's chest day. I'm lifting. Chester Bennington, rest in peace. No one comes after you. Your takes. <laughs> People come after me all the time. But I, but it's been a whirl. I've been. It's been a whirlwind. I didn't. Say the pasta take, which you say a take like that, and you have to expect you put it on your Instagram. <laughs> Is pasta overrated? Yes or no? I checked it. It was like seventy-eight percent people not supporting you on your own thing. Sometimes you when you're not a follower. Sometimes you have if you're going to go against the grain, or in this case, the egg and the flour, you have to expect the pushback. That's why people don't like being honest in the media or whatever, right? Because they say what they think, and it's not the you know popular opinion, they get crushed. You're experiencing that, which and I'm fine with. This is what the podcast is. I mean, we could be like, "Oh, I love your pasta take," but then no one would care. This is fair. It wouldn't be entertaining. We're putting ourselves in a situation where we're pod fodder. People are going to take our opinions and they're going to make a thing out of it. It's first take. It's caricature. There's an element, and I think we do avoid it most of the time. But there's an element of of kind of blowing up arguments more than they should for the entertainment value. It's almost unavoidable in a talk show format. As you said, was it last week? You're like, this is a talk show. This is a talk show. We're so talking. that's kind of, I think it comes a little bit with the territory. I get slammed all the time. There's people with vitriol. There's people with... my. Uh, a lot of my takes about like uh, pina colada, for instance, that yeah, was that one was I got really slammed on. Yeah. I've gotten slammed on a lot of things, but uh, it's okay. It seems like a, a 2021. I've been getting you've been getting slammed because you've you've had some. I mean, the pasta the pasta one is just like it's almost you know indefensible. I'm not a follower. I it's am fine. I'm brazing my own path. You can brace your own path, but you have to accept the pushback. Of I a do pasta take. I accept it. It's just it's been you know I'm, I'm a little fed up. I, I go home to a, to a place where I feel like it should be a sanctuary, and I'm getting slammed from my my madre and my padre asking me about my pasta take. And my mom, my mom then is like, "But I thought you liked my pasta salad. I enjoy your pasta salad. It's it's up there, but it's pasta still stinks." <laughs> I think people need to be more accepting. We live in a we live in a free country and a democracy. People should be progressive and be open to new new well, ideas. People voted no on your pasta take. <laughs> You know what that that made me feel made me feel good. It, it, I sometimes realize when I am the only person to think about a certain subject and everyone else is against it, I believe in it more. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, That's Every, everyone else is QAB. Not sure, me. not me. Sure. Yeah. Everyone else could eat pasta and enjoy their life. Sure. Give me give me a baguette with some sauce. All right. I'm just saying. I hope everyone listened to that. What can you do? Should we bring in the closer? I guess, if you want to. I want a two. I want two, three, four. What an app. 
<laughs> what a roller coaster. I, I, that was therapeutic. We, I think we went on a walk in the kitchen. Together. We went on a walk. No regrets. You got, you got anything to plug? Just the Patreon. That's pretty much it. Support the Patreon. And th- we haven't gotten questions in a while. Send us in a question. We haven't. We've kind of stopped promoting that we're asking questions. But, yeah, send in a question. You could send it to our Instagram at BraiseBits or our email BraiseBits at gmail.com. We got some things coming, you know. We're we're in person. This is good. This is great. I think this was one of our better episodes we've had in a long time. Jesse just got a lot of uh, stress off his chest. I'm not taking it anymore. I'm not going to take it. I'm not. (laughs) Send me a question. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to just make a bowl and guini, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I won't have to share it. So that's great. Share the singer. I'll be share's son. Got Uh, the plug. Uh, I'm here a lot at this comedy shop trying to think. Yeah. If you want to come to a show, just, uh, text me. And I feel like there was something I wanted to say, but I forgot. Braze bits. Leave us a review. If you haven't, we haven't gotten a review on Apple podcasts in a while and they really do help. And we know based on our numbers, the TV show on CBS, you know, there's some people haven't left reviews. Leave a five star review. It helps. Uh, review Barrymore. Love that. Give us more. Peace.